Welcome to Path of a Plumber podcast. I'm here with Andrew Fry from PSI Plumbing. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So we, we've already talked um, and, and you, you've already kind of told me your journey of how you got to starting your own plumbing business. Well, just for the, just everyone listening and the viewers just kind of talk about, you know, how, how you got to starting your own plumbing company, kind of what that journey has been like. So I was um, eight years or 18 years old and I was in college and uh, basically it was, um, it just wasn't for me. I mean, I had the grades, but I just couldn't sit still. And uh, I kind of realized that the whole desk job life wasn't for me. Um, I kind of had the entrepreneurial (laughs) spirit too. Um, So uh, at 18, I uh, decided to go into a uh, apprenticeship. Um, at a local college. I ended up staying there nine years. Um, part of my apprenticeship was steam fitting too. Um, we did uh, basically all the utilities too. So for three years straight, I was um, running the utilities for uh, the university. And yeah. then after that, I went into government contracts and uh, basically uh, I was there for about three years. And then after that, I went in and uh, I was with a larger boiler uh, company out of uh, town down the road from me um, that uh, was right around 100 employees. And basically, I was the operations manager there. And then after that, I went into um, being a uh, project superintendent for a larger uh, plumbing job they had going on um, down in DC. And uh, I was there for right around two years. And then um, it was August of last year I just decided to make the leap and uh go for it and um I've been on my own since then I mean that's a that's a unique time to to start a uh a company I mean we're in the middle of a pandemic the world is pretty much on fire did you were you nervous to start or I was nervous at first but then I realized that uh during a pandemic everyone's at home so everyone's at home and they're all talking to each other so basically your name gets thrown out a lot more during a bad economy and uh, during a pandemic, at least, um, yeah. because everyone's sitting at home on the computers talking to one another about who's their plumber to go to and who do they recommend. Next thing you know, you're, you're ba- I, honestly, this has been better than I thought it would be. Really? Sorry. So you, you, you did, you hit the ground running and did well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of work do you do? Just talk about some of the work. I do a lot of service. Do. Um, a lot of sewer work. Um, I do a lot of higher end homes and I'm getting ready to do, uh, um, basically in the, in the plans, we're looking at, uh, basically doing five to six, uh, custom homes a year. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. And tell me how, how have you gotten most of your work? I'm a marketing guy, so it's always intriguing how, how guys get their own work. This sounds crazy, but all word of mouth. Really? Yep. Nice. You think it's because you were in the industry so long or just that you've done good work. So therefore the name kind of carries and people will find out about you. I think it's a, a, a little bit of both. I think that um, when you do good work, it speaks for itself. Yeah. But then also too, I think that um, because I have so many friends in the industry, I've been um, I've subbed out a lot of work from, from friends. So it's definitely. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Okay. So it's a combination of just doing good work and, and doing good and, and people just knowing who you are. Therefore you kind of get the jobs. Um, 
what would you give as advice to someone? Let's talk to two different people. Maybe someone just getting started in the trade who's not even thinking about starting their own business, but also give advice to someone that might be considering starting their own business. I mean, you started in a, a very unique time, but somehow, you know, navigated and, and found your way to success. So if you're just getting started, I would say biggest thing that helped me was, is learning all aspects of the trade. So learning, I learned, um, so basically I was doing service work for my daytime job when I was at the university, which I was working second shift. So it was three to 11 PM. And then during the day I was building custom homes with, um, the, uh, one guy I worked with, he ran a business on the side. So yeah. I learned kind of the construction and the service side of it. And, um, I also learned, uh, jetting and all that. And, um, sewer work and water mains and dig ups and uh, all that aspect. So I kind of, I've never limited myself to just one aspect of the trade because yeah. you kind of want to make yourself where uh, you're always needed. Yeah. And what about someone wanting to start their own business? What would you give them as advice? Like, what do you think made you successful? And what have you seen people fail at? I think a lot of good plumbers don't realize the numbers. They don't look at what it takes for overhead, what it takes for how to come up with a price, um, how to, uh, how to really bid on things where you're going to be profitable and going to be, um, coming out on top. Yeah. And, um, what do you think is just, where do you see your business going? Do you, you know, you're, you're obviously at the early stages, but, when you project five years from now, are you wanting to be a bigger shop? You want to save kind of smaller and a little bit more, you know, hands-on or what's your goal with the business? I, my goal is to keep the quality up there. So I don't want to get huge, huge, but I, yeah. I would say in five years, I'd like to see 20 guys. Um, 20. Yeah. Yeah. I, mostly doing service. Mostly models. service. Yeah. Um, mostly service. Um, I'd like to get into more commercial. Um, I've been subbing out a decent amount. I've been subbed out a decent amount of commercial, uh, lately. So it's definitely helped. Um, yeah. but yeah, more, uh, jetting and drain work. I'd love to get into that more. Um, yeah. that's kind of where I'm, I'm leaning myself towards. I bought a lot of the equipment and, um, basically that's, that's the next game plan. Not, not to, to pivot towards, uh, my stuff, but I do specialize in marketing for plumbing companies. And my experience is the guys that know how to make money in drains are the guys that usually do the best in service. There's water heaters, there's leaks, there's, you know, your, your leaky faucets, there's your hose bibs, but the people that are really turning and burning, they usually excel at drains. Oh, for because sure. It just seems like you can take a $99 drain cleaning special and turn that into a thousand or 7,000 or 10,000. Oh, but with yeah. a water heater, you're never going to turn that into $10,000. And with a leak, you might get a reroute, but you're not, you know, it's not going to turn into anything huge. So my experience with it is that drains is the best residential service base to start under. What I found um, too is um, I camera every drain. That's part of my, my ticket yeah. to, to get yeah. somewhere um basically it's not just for for um to get more work but it's also for warranty because i can warranty you longer if i can see what you have that's the, so the that's, customer that's, wins yeah. and i win too yeah that's the, that's what i've seen is 
you know, I run a lot of drain specials, right? So one of my drain specials is $49 to $99 mainline clean out. Or there's another one that I do that's 93 or free. But all of them include you putting a camera in the ground because if you don't put a camera in the ground, mm-hmm. you're first of all, you're never going to sell anything more than, than the clean out and leave, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two is if you attach it to a warranty, people will let you put the camera in and that's how you can know, okay, yeah, you really did just have you know some clog here and we cleaned it or you got a crack, you got a bow, you got something in the pipe that's going to, this is going to keep happening. And at least you're the guy that told them and you have that opportunity to bid the bigger job. And I just find that a lot of people don't, there's, there's, there's a stigma in the old version of plumbers that know you charge for the camera versus no, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you're already there and you already cleared the line and you don't put a camera, you wasted that call and that money to get out 100%. there. And two, it kind of, it, it makes a name for you when you're not like majority of companies in my area do not do that. And I yeah. kind of looked at that market and said, why? And kind of, I, yeah, that, that's where I miss out a lot. I, my problem, my usual experience is I can generate unlimited amount of drain calls, but if the plumbing company doesn't know how to make money on those drain calls, they're always going to be unhappy because they're like, I've got a guy in LA, I get him 150 to 200 drain calls a month, every month. And he'll come back to me and say, well, I'm not making any money on these calls. And I'm like, man, I'm getting you 200 people that had a clogged toilet and they called you first and you were in the house. If you don't make money, I can't, there's nothing I could do. I'm, I'm just the marketing guy. He's got to get your phone to ring, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you master that and you get good at that, what I found is that if you build up that residential service and you have that cash flow, it makes it a lot easier to go after the commercial and the larger projects because you're not, struggling I, to make, you're not struggling to make payroll, you know? Absolutely. That's my game plan right now. That's been more of, of what I've been working towards is um, basically because net 90, I mean, it's it's hard to survive it's with hard. net 90 it's contracts hard. if you don't have that steady income coming in. Yeah. It's also what I found is the more steady of work that you have and the, the word is you get the phone calls, plumbers, the better plumbers tend to find you because mm. they know, Hey, this guy's got work. Let me go over here because they, they've been through the droughts of work and commercial can kind of come and go too. Absolutely. But that, especially drains, it's just, don't get me wrong. There's a busy season for drains. I would say the busy season in my experience is basically Halloween to end of January. Because you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's, and everyone's having parties and flushing their toilet and doing all, flushing all kinds of stuff down their drains they shouldn't. So that's what I see as the busy season. But there's still a consistency year round mm-hmm. that you see with drains that you don't see in the other parts of the plumbing side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, factors too, like um, like if there's a if there's a drought here, roots are going to find that pipe. So when they find that pipe you're going to have a root call. And then next thing you know, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to dig up. Where were you based out of again? What's, what city? I'm Westminster, Maryland. I do a lot. Oh, okay. Um, good. Region. Um, do, you, do you guys have basements? Can you access through a drain yeah. stack? Okay. That's, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you get going in drains, then you can get into trench lists. You can get into yep. a lot of things. I've gotten into a lot of, um, I have flex shaft right now. Um, my next uh, venture is going to be lining. 
Do you, do you have an idea who you want to work with? Because I have a good relationship with New Flow. You know who those guys are? They do the pull in place system. Okay. I was looking into Hammerhead, but. Okay. Um, I've heard they're good. Yeah. I mean, you know, at I'll the end of the day, it's whoever you know uh, that you feel comfortable with. You know, it's, I think that I just talked to a Rotor Rooter guy yesterday at a Champagne Chicago, and he said he switched from Permaliner to Hammerhead because he just felt like they gave better service and were just more reliable. That's kind of where I'm at. And that's what you need when, you, when you're working with a manufacturer and you need product, you need someone to respond to you quickly, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm brand biased when it comes to uh, getting stuff that works because it's, and, and having good customer service because some of yeah. them, it's, you can't wait days and days for to figure out something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, look, so, so far it's been a good episode. Is there anything that you would want to add that I haven't asked you, maybe just talk about, just touch on? Um, I would just say to the younger guys starting out, um, I didn't think that I would be where I am when I was 18. I didn't think that I would be able to be as successful as I am. I didn't think that there was this much possibilities. I always thought the bigger companies were pushed down from generation to generation and you can't get to that level unless yeah. you have hundreds of, you know what I mean? A hundred year old company or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The sky's the limit really. And, and no one's getting into it. So, I mean, it's kind of a, it, it's, it's a market where there's no way you can really lose unless you're really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. That, that's fair. No, that's not bad, but. Awesome. No, I think that's a great way to end it. You want to just shout out just how someone could reach you, your website, just in case someone ever wanted to reach out to you if they hear this. I have a PSI plumbing services.com and um, I'm on Facebook at uh, PSI plumbing out of uh, Westminster, Maryland. Um, and uh, yeah, we service uh, WSSC, Maryland state, um, DC, all those areas. So uh, awesome. Great. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much. Great episode. And I appreciate you being on. Awesome. Thank you.